Hey, Mr. Onstein, here I am. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you're listening to this, and welcome back to Was Glee Good? I'm Lily. I'm Robbie. I'm Liz. Um, and today we're discussing season two, episode 17, A Night of Neglect. Oh my god, guess what happened in the meantime? Um, we were featured uh, in a New York Times opinion piece about how actually it's good when podcasts have no form, structure, or plan. It actually makes it more fun um, and allows you to engage with it the way your brain works, um, which is, again, without a strategy. So I think that was really cool. Thanks, David Brooks. <laughs> really getting the news out there yeah yeah on what matters yeah and speaking uh, to our core audience <laughs> new york <boy>. times readers <laughs> hey i the have a subscription to the crossword app hey i figured out to get around how to get around the firewall that's pretty easy it's really shockingly easy <laughs> um okay okay so today we're talking about episode 17 of season two uh called a night of neglect dumb. it is dumb <laughs> Uh, and I'm here with you for, whoa, I'm here for you with a pod summary from Wikipedia. Um, the Glee Club performs songs from artists they feel are neglected. I have a lot to say about this already. <laughs> <laughs> At a benefit in an attempt to raise money for Artie, Mike, Tina, and Brittany's academic decathlon team. Okay. Sue makes a plan to sabotage her fundraiser when Sunshine, who now sings her rival club vocal Adrenaline, offers to perform for the benefit. Wait. I really read that wrong. Anyways, her director, one of Sue's allies, pulls her from the show. Lauren convinces Mercedes to become a truly demanding diva to get what she wants. Period. End of summary. Okay. Cool, 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 um, cool. So this episode... We open with my favorite shot of the series, honestly, which is Will Schuster standing in front of a whiteboard where he's written 5,000 times 0.25 equals 20,000. Now, you may know that that's not how math works. And then, in fact, 5,000 <laughs> times 0. 0.25 is 1,250. But Will Schuster doesn't Glad teach math. Glad you did the math. Or anything, quite sure. frankly. I didn't even I look at the math. I have half of an accounting degree, and this is all it's good for, is knowing that this math is wrong. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do the math. I know it's incorrect. He will go on later to explain it and sort of point at them. And as he's saying it out loud, it's correct, but he didn't write it right, and that's right. what stuck uh, with me. Now, in the news of the show, again, it's attention. all like, they knew they did it on purpose. Isn't that funny that Will Schuster like, doesn't know how math works? Like, is it? And in answer to your question, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe it's a sad reflection on the uh, level of support we give public school teachers, but whatever. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Anyway, the, the reason he's written this down is that um, the Glee Club needs to raise $5,000. $20,000. No, they need to raise $5,000. Um, they need to sell 20,000 pieces of taffy in order to make it work <laughs> because each piece of taffy they are only selling for a quarter. That's why the equal sign was confusing. Okay. Yeah. Um, they need to five grand for like <laughs> the next competition. Because he put it in the wrong place. Yeah, it's very confusing. Um, they were supposed to get the money from the Cheerios, but Sue has it in an offshore sure. account. <laughs> There's a we, lot of really... Had we just learned about offshore accounts in 2011? Wait, I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on the equation. Yeah. It is not on purpose because that doesn't make sense. Like, that's no, not a funny who joke. Know someone who doesn't know math wrote, wrote this that. and thought it was fine. Yeah, I'm sure some like prop hand wrote this <laughs> on the board and I was like, cool, cool, cool. That'll probably be fine. It's fine. You or, don't actually have to I'm do sorry, I'm moving on. Show. Matthew Morrison oh, sure. himself. Or um, Matthew Morrison himself. <laughs> who, again, is a Broadway performer. It's fine that he doesn't know how math works. No. It's only funny because they're in an educational setting. Right. 
Um, anyway, yes, yeah, so they have to raise five thousand dollars. He thinks they should sell Sap Taffy, which he, is what uh, they did when he was in Glee Club. He <laughs> says we're gonna sell saltwater taffy, and then Brittany says, "I love saltwater." Yeah, <laughs> funny. He also then makes a deeply unfunny crack reference. Oh yeah, we're gonna oh, yeah. Go, whatever. It's like okay, lazy joke. Move on. Also, like doing what he did when he was in Glee Club has never worked for them Literally in the modern never day. Worked for them. Not one time. No, I don't know why they won't learn. Well, because it's the show. <laughs> Nor has anything uh, that he's attempted to get them to do outside of singing, like... Ever worked. Their didn't car wash didn't work. Their bake sale. sale didn't work. Selling taffy isn't going to work. Also, <laughs> Doing selling something your is the never boat the right work. answer because Kissing you have stand. to buy the thing in order to sell it. Kissing, Kissing booth, booth is what Kissing it's booth. called. And that was Finn's idea. That was Finn's idea. Finn's dumb. Okay, well... Whatever. Okay. It also didn't. I think actually uh, that one did work. <laughs> I will say all the facial reactions from the students in this scene are very good. Yeah. Um, but They're really get, doing the most with the least. Yeah, a lot of Quinn <laughs> shaking her head meaningfully. I don't know how it comes up, but is he just like already looks sad or something, and then they ask why. Oh, okay. So they're like, we're being. Oh, we Mike know what it's like off. to be ignored. Yeah, right. Mike is like. Oh. Okay, it's Mike who gets mad. Yeah, Mike storms off, and you know, Will asks him why, and he reveals that he already, Brittany, and Tina have been on the, Brainiacs, the academic decathlon, and they've been winning. Yeah, which is, I know this show loves to do this. I hate. When a show is just like, hey, this has been happening the whole time. We didn't uh, set it up. Right. Sure. Like, I know this is how, like, storytelling works, but it's annoying. Yeah. And it's the joke. But, like, I hate the joke. Same. Um, just put it in one other episode beforehand. It or say, just don't, don't do it. I hate it. <laughs> um, I should talk Glee for this a lot. They did do a good job with um, when Will's like, well, I understand why Mike, Artie, and Tina are on yeah. the academic decathlon. Is it who asks? Like, oh, is it because uh, Mike and Tina are Asian and Artie wears glasses? <laughs> um, and he's like, no, it's because Brittany. And he basically says, like, Brittany's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and then we get actually um, my favorite joke of this episode. We get some sort cutaways. So we flash back to them at like the whatever their qualifier. In apparently 1977. <laughs> On, like, the match game. Right. Or, like, Family Feud. Is yeah, the yeah, set yeah. Looks 1977's like. Family Feud. Um, Sunshine Corazon is back. Fine. This show, this episode, like, remembered a bunch of shit. It had fully forgotten for ten episodes. Which we had wanted to forget. We had agreed. We were all... Yeah, it's fine. It's we were boring. Uh, but that. then doesn't do anything. Which isn't... No. Nothing happens. The character, nothing happens. Um, they're competing, uh, and then they're winning, right? Yes. Then, um, and everyone thinks that Brittany is... Not going to be helpful, but then... Um, so, like, we had a secret weapon. She had a secret weapon, which is that she's very good at the category cat diseases. Because she loves her cat and knows everything about him. And they do a very funny <laughs> yes. rapid fire, like, Brittany knowing and feeling AIDS was discovered. Yeah. Uh, Brittany knowing... I don't know anything about cat diseases. I guess she says, like, conjunctivitis. Right. <laughs> it's very funny. Also, Heather Morris pulls it off. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, and then, right before we cut out of the flashback... He introduces the next category, which like is the white, bonus round. white wrappers. Yes. And already is light It's very funny. Like, this is more of what Glee should be doing. Right. Yeah, this worked. There are jokes coming up very soon that don't work. Right. <laughs> like, these jokes don't hurt anyone. Brittany no. knows a lot about cat diseases. Is funny. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Will decides that they're also going to raise the $250 that the Brainiacs yes. need. Now, does Academic Decathlon not have a teacher sponsor? I don't know. It's unclear. It's a student organization. It should have a teacher involved. I who should? not know. Be the one in charge of raising. Also, money. why does their trip only cost two hundred and fifty dollars? That was my question. Cost five thousand dollars. They said that they They'll only eat bunions. I know. Well, they also are like, we need it for like, um, the bus and motels. Those are some very cheap bus and motels, even in the universe of this show, where previously a bus cost a lot more than two hundred fifty dollars. A bus cost. Okay, well, for already specific. Maybe it's just in a different part of Ohio. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Write it you down. gave us costs. 
Um, or just never give us costs. Um, now we cut. And don't give me a scale that I can then right. don't make just me like mad. we need to raise money. This period. This is your fault. Um, now we cut to the most exhausting plot in this episode. <laughs> it's useless. So Sue has There's gathered. one good joke to show you. And it does connection. Um, the first meeting of the We Hate yes. Will Schuster Club, made up of Sandy Ryerson, who you'll remember is the choir director who gets ousted in the first episode, who's been selling he is- weed. Um, a predator. Because he's a sexual predator. Though, in a, in what I found funny in this scene, she describes him as a defrocked educator. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dustin Goolsby, who is the co- Cheyenne Jackson, is that? Cheyenne Jackson, okay. yeah. I went with Cheyenne Jackson. I'm not going to remember that but character Played name. by Cheyenne Jackson, he remember, may remember as the Canadian guy from 30 Rock. Yep. Um, who played, <laughs> I don't know what uh, Dustin Goolsby does. He's like on the vocal adrenaline. He's like, a coach. He's a coach. Vocal adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah. Which we only saw from the one episode where Sunshine Corazone was also here. Like and they both, they filmed these two episodes on the same day, even though they were definitely. one and 17. Uh, Terry Schuster is back. back. Thank God. I um, sat up straight and now, said, finally. This is the one funny joke in the scene, which is that Sue, as she's introducing me, is like, Sandy Ryerson, defrocked educator, right? She goes through. Oh, she, and she goes says to, uh, friend of Dorothy, which yes, is funny, and I will never not Dorothy. laugh. She goes to Terry Schuster, and she goes, Terry Schuster, shrew. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, I'm also an assistant manager. Does friend of, <laughs> does friend of Dorothy report to Dorothy Gale? Is that what that yes. is? Yeah. Okay, I just always assume, but you That's know fair. when you assume. You assumed right. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a very funny something. story that I assume is completely false, right? That's like, Back in the 40s, the army had heard that term and they knew it meant gay men, but they're like, who is Dorothy? Like, we have to find her. Have to find her. <laughs> she knows who all the gay men She's turning are. all the men gay, yeah. There's no way that story is true. <laughs> I mean, it's very funny. Not, and it makes me feel cool about being gay. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, she's going to start a We Hate Will Schuster Club and the entire point is to take down the Glee Club. So this is an exhausting plot, but it also is the origin story of our small We Hate Will Schuster <laughs> Club. Yeah, anyway, we're um, getting capes. Um, they do get capes. They wear the capes. They follow through. Yeah. Um, there's like Only a bunch Sandy of. Wears the cape. They that's true. <laughs> they get code names and Terry Schuster says "Honey Badger," which like was already a tired reference at the time. Yeah. Oh my Sue God, literally great. says, "Look it up on YouTube." <laughs> I wish they would stop doing that. It's like shut up, just shut up. Yes, if you're listening at home, don't look up "Honey Badger" on YouTube again. No. Just don't do it. It Still wasn't not... even funny the first time. It, it was either. never it funny. It was the original, your coworker comes over and is like, you have to watch you this video, and then this. makes And then you. they laugh, and they watch you not laugh, and you mm-hmm. have to fake it. And then the brewery in my hometown names a beer after him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Not, wait, so not then, a lie. Then we got to a scene I had I had forgotten about, and it made me feel bad. Which I, like, put my hands apartment, up <laughs> And Holly's there, and there's a fire going, and they're settling in to eat dinner in front of the fire on opposite sides of a low table, which is always funny to me. <laughs> you are on a date. Um, um, I they kiss. Di- disgusting. Di- disgusting. I did not know Gwyneth Paltrow was going to be in this episode Same. when I started watching. Same. Everyone's in this episode. Um, it really a lot. And she says this whole thing about how, like, I'm not committed if you, like, a relationship with me. Like, you, you just, you get what you get. And I'm, like, awesome and unavailable. And, and she says, I'm, yeah, like, and gross. both awesome and unavailable at the same time. Which is such Will's a gross opinion for an adult to have. It. Oh, my God. I just, oh, Christ. I'm so tired of watching, like, any media about how cool it is to, like, not have feelings or, like. Especially if you're a lady. You're yeah. You're a lady with Get boobs, it? She's cool because no she doesn't feelings. want anything. <laughs> which is basically the, the, the. Uh, set up for this like little conversation they're having, which is that Will's like, "Do you want to go out tomorrow?" And she's like, she's like "Don't you know? So you can't pin me down." And I'm like, okay, well, you people have feelings. Sorry, that would typically be a, a masculine um, yeah point of view. So it, it's, which, it's there's fun nothing and cool. wrong with women like rejecting traditionally masculine traits, but it's so sure, boring sure. to do it as clearly a way to make yourself seem very cool and interesting. Oh yeah, she's clearly has a lot of needs that she's not addressing. Yeah, either that or she's a sociopath. Luckily, she thinks Will's taffy plan is stupid. <laughs> 
So she's right about that. And she proposes instead a night of neglect, which is a bananas title to just come up now, with like, while you're eating pizza. Is this pizza a reference? I could stop thinking about this. Is this is a it like reference? a reference to like a night at the Roxbury or something? Or like my brain of going to take back the night, which is insane. <gasps> no, <laughs> you imagine it is not. <laughs> not stop making this podcast. But like night of neglect feels like it could be a name for a weird offshoot of. It does take feel like a reference night. to something, but I'm not certain what. I think it's just one of those things, Wrigley, is like if you say it confidently enough, everyone will know it what it is. becomes a thing. And look at us go. Thing. We're like, is here it, we is are. It is it a thing? <laughs> we, got, we got duped. It is. I mean, sorry. If you're an educator and your job is to have students perform, why is it someone else's idea to be like, what if the students and they performed? Yeah. And that's how we made the money. Now, this no, is... I don't think you're going to make $5,000 from your. Yeah. Now, this is where like also the episode tries to do Wrigley tries to do all the time, right? Which is like tie all its themes together with like a word or like a concept, mm-hmm. which is neglect in this case. So like they're trying to say that the academic decathlon was neglected. And then they're also like, but you have to sing songs by neglected artists. And then the Mercedes plot is about that. But then it none one song they sing that they don't even get to finish fits the theme. And that's <laughs> right. It. The rest are useless. We also have not heard any songs yet. Oh, <laughs> no songs. We're only 10 minutes in. They've really packed a lot in. Um, so now where Will is announcing that they're going to do their first annual Night of Neglect follow-up question. Never do they ever do this again? again? No, no way. <laughs> Never. No right. way in hell. Um, I lost track of where we are in my notes. Um, um, basically, boring. Rachel's being Rachel. Mercedes is irritated, rightly. Yeah. Um, that's about it, right? Yeah. Then we get Sue asking Dustin Ghouls, mm. a.k.a. Cheyenne Jackson, AKA to break Sergeant up Han- Will have, and Holly. I have right here, hallway villains. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. He's so just doing like a walk and talk. Or yeah. Like a, um, uh, yes. She's like, be sexy at Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Great. You know what? I love hijinks. So <laughs> I can't wait to see this. And again, weirdly, Cheyenne Jackson. I, I love having him on my screen. Don't he's know why. Charming yeah, and he should get Cheyenne more to do Jackson. in everything he's ever been in. Yeah, I went on a uh, long Instagram poll last night and looked at the last two years of his <laughs> and it turned out he and his husband have adopted twins. Good. Oh, I didn't and know he was gay. Very happy. Yeah, he's... Oh, yeah, and they're adorable. Oh, it's so much. I love it. Just he and his very hot husband, yeah. and they're two kids who they seem very involved in raising. He is like a Broadway uh, guy. Oh, yeah. Guy. Is he in That's anything perfect. lately? I don't think so. Okay, because he's in like not that I know of, and you know Xanadu. I'm the authority. <laughs> he's in the well, Xanadu <laughs> musical. Um, after after Sue gives Dustin this directive, Sandy walks up wearing his pink cape. Yep, and a um, pink baseball cap with a dagger on it because his code name was Pink Dagger. Yes. Okay. Um, and she instructs Which him is to like, start a heckling club with the football team. Sorry, I would just like to say that every time he said Pink Dagger, I thought he was trying to like make a joke. This is again my brain like <laughs> A to G. Um, trying to make like a bull dagger joke, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'm like, this is, know, show is, is created and written by gay people. They can't be getting the gay references. What is anymore. a bull dagger? Is like a old timey word for a, like a butch lesbian. Oh, like a bull dagger. I'm not gonna say dyke, but I just said dyke. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's you the can next, say it once as long as you're sorry. It's, it's okay. the next word that comes it's after okay. bull dagger. We're all like medium on dyke now. That's true. Some people love it. There's a whole dyke march. Anyways. Yeah, I'm certainly not gonna touch it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> all just be self-aware. <laughs> Um, but that's not what the joke is about. He's just, his codename is the Pink Dagger, and it's confusing. Fair. Yeah. Anyway, so Sandy's starting a heckling club made up mostly of what appears to be Azimio and Becky. Yes. And this was another joke I oh, found and funny. Jacob. <laughs> and Jacob. Um, Azimio goes, what the hell am I doing here? And Sue goes, good, louder. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Azimio, when he gets pulled in, is funny. He's funny. As, a good like, situation. Like, as a bully, he's boring, but it's just a guy who doesn't understand why he's here and thought he yeah. was going to get homework he help. Gets, like, he's like a fun, funny. weird sidetrack later we'll get to. Also, he's trying to, like, do well in his academic <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he wanted really to, to him. <laughs> um, 
So they're talking about what they're going to do in the the Glee Club students are talking about what they're going to perform at the Night of Neglect. Yeah. And Tina, what does Tina do? Hmm? Tina does something here? No, I they're all the hallway talking somewhere. about what they're Oh, gonna... yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to do Leaky Lee. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know she meant to do that before she did it. Yeah, it. Mike's going to dance because he feels like his dancing has been neglected in the background of singing, which is quite a way of interpreting that, but okay. Um, Mercedes, <laughs> well, yeah, it is a singing club. Mercedes right. is going to do Aretha. Now, I will say, Leaky Lee is the one thing that maybe fits the actual prompt. Yeah, Aretha's not. Prompt. Not neglected. No. Yeah. Neither is Celine Dion, which Rachel very yeah. finally announces she's going to do, and then when questioned says, she's not neglected, I am. <laughs> And Mercedes does justify Aretha by saying she's neglected in this Glee Club, which is true. Okay, Fair. Sure. Still um, a creative interpretation of the prompt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Whatever. They're true. high school students. Have you Fine. ever not interpretively created a, <laughs> uh, interpreted a prompt? No, you just always to, like, did whatever what you, you wanted, wanted to, to do. do. Right. Yeah. yeah, of course. Um, anyway, so now we were back to the conflict of like Rachel wants to perform last because right. she's the most important and Mercedes is a little put off by that. <laughs> Don't um, know why. And then Sunshine Corazon comes. Yes. And is like, I would like to perform. Mm-hmm. She says she would like to perform on the my flimsiness own. And is... then goes on to perform the song titled All By Myself. But. Um... <laughs> well, you're right. No, she says All By Myself. No, she doesn't. She does. No, she says On My Own. All right. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> um, they do, however, do a good job of being like, This is Sunshine. Remember when she A, B, and C instead yeah. of just totally hand waving <laughs> and be like, She's just another student. Yeah. She's like, I'm not here to be a spy. Which is definitely something a spy says before they spy on you. Yeah. Which they point out when Rachel is like, we can't do it. She's definitely a spy. And they're all like, we told you that about Jesse. And she's like, you were right. <laughs> um, anyway, Sunshine, yeah, saying it's all by myself. And it's good. It's fine. Okay. I, there's so many ballads in this in this, in this this episode. There you are more ballads in this episode than in the episode ballad. Oh, that's true. I hate it. That's very true. It's you know why ballads are neglected? Because they're boring. Also, I understand that All By Myself is not originally by Celine Dion, but it is popularized is it by originally Celine by? Dion. Some guy named Eric something. I looked it up last night and I never heard of it. Yeah. It, it is a man. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, but like, she, she's doing the Celine Dion version. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I don't understand why we even we would call this episode. Made before. famous by Celine know, Dion episode, and then again by Bridget Jones. Right. <laughs> this episode has more songs by like Divas, right? And neglected songs. They're all good. It's it has just three don't, full songs by divas. Don't lie to me that way. Right? Don't give me a theme and then we deviate from it. Just don't give me the theme then. Yeah. Um. Whatever. Fine. Um. After she's after Sunshine's great. Um. Mercedes gets bumped again. Yeah. To be like, yeah, oh. Sunshine's now going to be oh, the closing so, number. Which yeah. So Rachel concedes. She's like so Mercedes Rachel's as long as you don't be, mind being bumped. And, and Mercedes, Mercedes is like, like, I guess not. Okay, and then we cut right to her in the library, and Lauren Zeiss comes up to her. Mm-hmm. Is like, "Hey, I like the shoes. Can I have them?" And she's like, "No." I'm like, "Oh, I'm surprised you didn't give them." Like, whatever. Right. It's like a cute but she's making a good point. Yes. For like, you're a pushover. I'm your agent now. <laughs> now, does Mercedes need to stand up for herself? Yes. Yes. Does a teen girl need an agent? No. No. Nor a manager. Oh, granted, they will come back to this and solve it correctly. But right. That's true. This is, is like, I was like, okay, it's a we're fun little sidetrack for hijinks. Also, yeah. might be better to go right. to the rest of the Glee Club and say, hey, stop rolling all over Mercedes. Yeah. But fine. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Um, th- we like talk a little bit about like, um, or what like Mariah demands and her like rider or whatever. Yeah. Like st- all the stars have big yeah. demands and you need to make them and I'm going to make them for you. I want 10%. Yeah. <laughs> of what? <laughs> um, I will say of the puppies and the M&M's. Oh, yeah. I do want M&M's. <laughs> Only <Sorry>. green ones. <laughs> a small barrel. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jumping ahead. That this episode was really well-timed because last night I went on a long 
reading and Googling whole about Aretha Franklin. <laughs> uh, because I remembered out of nowhere, she has this interview once where, like, the interviewer is just giving her names of other singers, and she's responding. And the interviewer is like, Taylor Swift. And she goes, oh, okay, great gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> That's very oh, because someone posted about this on Twitter, yeah, right? Yeah, me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it. No, um, it was someone else. Was it you? It was me. It was me last night. Um, But anyways, there's this great long Gawker article that goes through, like, all these claims about Aretha's diva behavior from the past that are hilarious. She's a a crazy woman. It's a little sad, actually. Um, One, I'm just going to relate one more. Uh, She, Beyonce at something, I think it was, like, an award for Tina Turner at, like, the Kennedy Center, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Is, like, listing all of her, or maybe it's more for Beyonce. She's, like, listing a bunch of her influences, and she lists Aretha and her influences, and then at the end she says, my queen, Tina Turner. After this happened, Aretha Franklin released a press release that was like, because she's the queen of soul. Right. And if anyone else is called a queen, she flips. She didn't say what she, she said she was the queen of Beyonce, not of soul. Doesn't matter. Aretha Franklin released a press release that was like, I don't know who I hurt to be treated like this. (laughs) (laughs) Unprompted. Oh, man, Aretha. Uh, Anyways, that's all more interesting than what actually happens in this episode. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. A lot. Um, That's okay. a low bar, but sorry. So after after this, after okay. this, oh, yeah. we walk into not the teachers' lounge, just like a separate room. It's yeah. not Emma's office. It looks like a art room, maybe, yeah, or a shop. Where Emma, it looks sad. Sure. I thought it was lunch. It, she's eating lunch in there. It's not a lunch <laughs> it's room. Not the cafe, it's no. not the teacher cafeteria. You're right. No, mm-hmm. she looks sad, and Will walks in and just says, unprompted, I hear um, anxiety or whatever can flare up when someone's stressed. No, okay, it's not unprompted, to be fair. She is scrubbing a clean counter with a toothbrush. Sure, but still, like, maybe don't comment on your coworkers. Like, in the world health. of this show, right, they're right, friends. Right, right. I hate like, it. He knows like, about her OCD, love. and they're right. in love. Right. Fine. It's still exhausting. <laughs> Anyways, um, she explains that Carl has left her and asked for an annulment, which she believes to be fair because their marriage was never, quote, consummated, which right. is a very old-fashioned way of Which we had this, already talked okay. about, but Will didn't know, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Or at least he looks you know, relieved Paltrow she still He looks surprised yeah. and relieved. Yeah. Which is a now, way to feel, I guess. Yeah. She says some very sad stuff about, like, he's 32, too young to look back at your life with and only like, regrets. Regret, yeah. So she also says, I believe I'd have a handle on my OCD right by now. Oh, this is which where it is, gets incredibly real. Right. I mean, first of all, she hasn't done anything to get a handle. Right. Like, it's real, but then you're like, yeah. You, you haven't no, done anything to yeah. do that. But she does say, it's been so long and I'm so tired. Oh, which at which is, like, point I same. was I like, cried yeah, a little. I was yeah. like, oh, that's my experience with mental illness as well. <laughs> yeah, it's where you assume if you just, like, live with it for long enough, maybe it'll go it. away or you'll get used to it and no, I just get more and more tired. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Now that part is sad, which now, is that Will is there still. And then what Will does oh is he God. puts on her like gloves. Don't touch my gloves. I have OCD. Please right. don't touch my gloves. Well, yeah, you bad. cleaning the They're grape. They're my clean gloves. gloves. He puts on He cleans the grape as if that was how grape. OCD worked. <laughs> which is to I'm be not fair, expert, but I don't she think it is. cleaned grapes. I know, that but was, like, you have to do it yourself. Yes, you're right. If I don't check the knobs of the stove, it doesn't It doesn't function. As he's cleaning the grape, what he says is, we're going to find a way to beat this thing. Which is not how any mental illness works. No, it's not how it should work. And also, like, step one is just go to a therapist. Like, there's a very easy to find step one. She went to Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) So, I don't know what you think she hasn't been doing. I mean, she she tried marrying her dentist. She tried. That didn't work. She she went to a substitute history, French and Spanish. Yeah, it's dark in that room. They also Literally, tried it's a dark scene. several times, so I don't know what else you want from her. She's <laughs> yeah. at the end of the line with this. No. 
It also, it's very sad and very real. And again, the line, it's been so long and I'm so tired, right. did make me cry. Right. But and, also, and getting help from mental illness is hard. For but... episodes at a time. Right. The last time we saw her, yes. we were making fun of her for not knowing what an afternoon delight was. Right. So it, it, it does make it hard to like... It makes it hard for me to respect in this, Glee yeah. in this regard, even right, though I'm invested know... in Emma as a whatever. Well, and Jamie Mays is, is doing so much with this. Like I yeah. again, I felt it when she was like, "It's been so long, and I'm so tired." I was like, "God." Oh man, yep. <laughs> Sorry, you're in this show, right? <laughs> Not gonna change or even get right. illustrated. It's gonna get worse. I bet you married Sorry, Will the Schuster. best you're gonna get is Will Schuster. You're gonna clean your grapes forever, and then probably make you feel bad about it, and demand that you have sex with him, and pretend that he's trying to make you feel good. Yeah, I hate it. Oh, it's so it's so sad. Great. Uh, it's very uh, anyway, sad. so they're gonna be friends again. They're gonna be friends again. Sure. We come Which back again, to... their definition of friends is we hope one day to kiss, <laughs> but never have sex. It's exhausting to think about. Okay. Um, we cut to Gwyneth Paltrow doing a Wallace Simpson impression. Okay, it's actually very funny. <laughs> it is. It's a very funny yeah. Wallace Simpson impression. Uh, that begins with her explaining that people thought that I don't know why we had to use the word hermaphrodite so much in this episode. That people thought that Wallace Simpson was a hermaphrodite because of her enormously large hands. But that and was not true. And then people also thought she was a Nazi sympathizer, which and that was, was true. true. <laughs> I love when we call people out for being Nazi yeah. sympathizers. Now she does say at the end of this, "Tomorrow we're doing Catherine the Great." Yep. What, what? history class <laughs> is this? Just like any women, she thinks are interesting. Likely, also, also the, she's the a bell, substitute. The bell rings after yes. two sentences of this impression. So, like, <laughs> what was she doing? Did she just costume change? Well, they were learning the about lesson, and then at the World end, War she just does, Yeah. And now they're going to learn about uh, ancient. Ancient Jesus. She's medieval, just been not dressed medieval. like this, wearing a wig and teaching Russia. a regular lesson. At the end, she's like, "All right, so." Catherine <laughs> the Great is 17th century. I don't know. Okay, I don't even and know. Also, what country Russia. She's from. She I think it's yeah, Russia. Russia. I think is Russia. she the one that fucked a horse? I Theoretically, like yes. rumors, like that was the rumor. Theoretically, yes. I have not heard any of the bestiality rumors. It turns out, <laughs> listeners, this week I learned about the dolphin guy. This was my first knowledge. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The dolphin guy has been plague upon my house for years. <laughs> and I don't like thinking about it. It makes me so sad. So glad someone found him to ask him what he thought about the shape of water. See, that's genius. Service journal. Sorry, it wasn't Gino Tolentino. <laughs> um, somewhere in here, Mercedes makes her first demands. Um, and Rachel, in actually a very funny character note, is like, you're right. Stars do have demands. And she decides to go home. Okay. You did skip you one You skipped scene, a couple of gross scenes. Which yeah. is that we get the scene of Shine Jackson trying to seduce. No, that's the order I have them written down in. Mercedes has demands, then Wallace Simpson, then they go to Holly and Emma. Yeah, but we, it's two against one. And we have yeah, we have else. the other order. <laughs> no. And we both watched it more recently it. than you. Okay, I'm going to play it for you later and prove that I'm right. <laughs> Great. Love to watch an episode of Glee twice. Um, we get uh, Cheyenne Jackson trying to seduce Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Yeah, because it's Thank right after God. she's a and he's because she still dressed yeah. as well as Simpson. Yeah. But we and... had missed the Mercedes stuff. I was just oh, okay, there was an earlier. Oh, that's fine. There's, there, there's, I have, there's more. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Then Dustin, Dustin wanders in. Yeah. Uh, and actually, very finally, like straddles a desk. Yeah. And talks about how Stays viable his sperm is. Yes, he just <laughs> talks about like, her ovaries. Is, like attractive, good. Oh, he just says that at her age, like. Her eggs are not eggs, but like tiny, rare, exotic pearls or something. <laughs> Which actually is a very funny, uh, prescient commentary on how five years later, like the grossest men I meet are the ones who are like, it's just, it's like science. Like, of course we should fuck because, you know, your Ew. eggs are just not going to last forever. Do you ever hang it on Tinder? <laughs> I try to avoid it. Yeah. It's it's not I, I downloaded it last week and then immediately deleted it's it. It's a nightmare place. <laughs> but there's like a certain brand of like weird sexist pickup artists who really go for the kind of nagging where it's like, 
Biological clock. Yeah, just truly won't be good never have sex with anyone who brings biology into it. No, it's so gross. Biology should not come into it until you are literally discussing having children. Right, together. intentionally because, because you purpose. love each other on purpose for many years. Yes. Anyway, so Dustin thinks that they should bone because <laughs> yeah. of her ovaries. He also says something about Will's tiny baby hands yeah. because <laughs> when he he saw me to Big Mac the other day and he couldn't know <laughs> that he had to eat it later. <laughs> <by Owen. laughs> Stupid. That's funny though. That's the kind of dumb joke I yeah. enjoy. Um. Right, because she rejects him because she's like, I have been dating, dating Will someone. Schuster, which is when Will Schuster walks in. He's like, I could make some sort of physical threat. He says his hands are big enough to knock his That's teeth out, which is. is gross and also maybe a line from an Archie comic from like 1985. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, they're having this whole conversation after he after Cheyenne Jackson leaves. Yeah. And um, Gwyneth Paltrow says she saw him with Emma and she's like, I'm not the jealous type, Will. And Will's like, neither am I. False. False. Will is the most jealous man in the world. Physically assaulted Emma's ex-husband. Also, this whole conversation is just Holly again, a character who we know isn't going to stick around because she's a guest star, refusing to admit that she's a little jealous of Emma, and Will refusing to admit that he's a little not jealous of Dustin, but was like annoyed. Yeah, he he felt his manhood was threatened. Yeah, Um, and I'm just like bored when adults just like have feelings and won't talk about them, especially on a TV show like this that isn't going to really like grapple with that. Yeah, it's just just, like a fun plot device. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, you can't play around with, like, fun subtext if your, like, main text is not deep enough. If your main text is sometimes we sing a song where the words are the plot of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like you don't get to operate at all of those levels unless you're going to put the effort into every level. You've got to build the levels. You haven't done the building. Right. Sorry. It's like a, a, uh, what is it called? The the Greek dessert with the honey? Oh, Spanakopita? Baklava. Baklava. Mm-hmm. Spinach, spinach in it. I'm so hungry. Anyways, you gotta lay it. Same dough. Anyways, so, uh, Holly doesn't want to practice their performance for tonight, which is how we're reminded that there is a performance. Um, they, he does say, Do you want to practice our duet for tonight? Remember that, because later on they're not going to do a they, duet. They have no, <laughs> also, no one mentions it. It's not like she's surprised as a solo. I know one had mentioned it before. No. Nope. Just a quick little line in there. Um, we Ad-lib. do know, unless I'm missing something, cut to my favorite half. Half half glimpse of a scene in this whole episode, which is just Kurt taking Blaine on a tour of his school. Oh yeah, Blaine and Kurt are still alive. Congratulations yeah. to them. Yeah, it's like the performance night. There might be some more business about Mercedes demanding things. I we just see her with the humidifiers. Rachel comes in okay. and says something. Okay. I don't know. Hey, Mercedes is still being demanding. Is the whole plot? Oh yeah, and this. So there, we missed the bit. You're right. This is the bit we missed, which is like, um, she wants humidifiers. And well, so what's her name? What's what's their, what's their names? Corey Monteith and, and Dan Agron are come to Rachel and are like, we <laughs> need you to manage the talent because we can't. Yeah, she's and demanding she agrees to her. Right. And funny. she agrees yeah. to you, so then this is her in the dressing room like, whatever. Anyways, we do get Kurt and Blaine. Yeah, they're wandering through. Kurt's giving Blaine a tour of his school, which is very sweet. Right, because um, that's boring unless you the other person loves you. And it's very boring unless like, this is my high school. He's literally like, here's the Spanish room. You're like, okay, funny. <laughs> and you can and you can tell that, that Blaine loves him because yeah. he's like, oh, this is where you learn Spanish. <laughs> okay, but then then Blaine ages up sixty five years and just goes, you miss them, don't you? He's <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh, Darren, buddy. <laughs> no teen would know or say that, and they definitely wouldn't say it in that, like, no, he'd be trying, I'm your he uncle would be trying to make out in this dark yes. hallway. Yeah. He'd be like, you miss them, but you like me. Let's kiss. Right. <laughs> Which is how teenage anxiety works. Um, <laughs> then Karofsky comes. Anxiety. Then Karofsky comes in and says some dumb shit. Says some mean shit, and then Kurt is saying, like, we're not going to tell anyone. And then Santana comes up and is like, tell anyone what? Which makes you think more shit's going to happen here and then doesn't. I wish. Yeah, because Blaine, Blaine has shoved him. Yeah. 
good good job Blaine I guess <laughs> and then Santana breaks it up and does some very good Santana yelling yeah uh, she uh, says your options are that you stay here and I crack one of your nuts right or left your choice <laughs> which is very funny and then after Dave leaves they're like we could have handled that and Santana's like but it was more fun doing it together and yeah. then I felt a lot about friendship yeah. I wanted there to be a bit more here right because he makes a thing of like I'm not gonna be scared of two queers and a lady or whatever I want Santana to like more. Sam, I wanted her to. <laughs> you know? I forgot we were not there <laughs> yeah, yet because later queers, she sir. will be there and yeah. it will be very good for her to be like, it's actually three queers and yeah. I happen to be a lady. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but it was a nice little. But it was still fine. It was, it was fun because you watched her not willing to say it. Whatever yeah. Naya Rivera was doing here, it was clearly more interesting than what the script called for. Yes. So you watched her like not being ready to say it, but being like, but I do have to defend them, right? Yeah. Because like this is about all of us, and that was nice. Also, no. she's wearing like. A fur store <laughs> over like a red slip dress, which yeah. is not appropriate at any time in a high school. No. Or if you are high school age, honestly, no. not to be judgmental. I'm sorry. Fine. Where would you want to? That anyway, I literally don't remember what was happening otherwise in this episode because the scene was good. It felt like it took place anywhere <laughs> um, else. Sunshine and her Twitter followers, her 600 Twitter followers are not coming. Right. Which is so like, it's just dismissed. Like they brought back, what's the um, actor's name? Jake Zyrus or something. Mm, I think you're right. Um, Sounds correct. To come in and just sing one song. I feel yeah. like they like. Which is what they did in the first episode, too, of the season. Well, because didn't you like win the Glee Project or something? So probably no, it was, it was like, like an, an American Idol star oh. thing. Um, yeah, it was like externally famous. Um, oh, yeah, but earlier on, um, when Sunshine first came in, she was like, I have 600 Twitter followers and I can get them all to come, which I guarantee you at least 300 of them are bots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's not this is some enviable user engagement. So it turns out the audience is made up of six people: Kurt and Blaine, which again is very sweet, and then the four members of the heckling club. Yes, uh, um, who then proceed to heckle Tina. Tina well, goes she out to saying, I follow, "I follow Rivers," but they can eat, and they don't Such let her finish, which is like the fourteenth time Tina has been interrupted on the show. Which, so it would be okay if 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 we all like accepted the Jenna Oshkowitz could not sing, but like but this is the kind can. of song she could. Yeah, right. she's it very good well. at this. I'm unknown hater of her voice unfortunately yeah, in a lot of situations but this is the kind of song she should be singing yeah. and it, it would was work great. it did work when it was happening and also i like Wiki Lee, so. and it was interestingly shot i was into it um but she gets so heckled that she like freaks out and goes backstage and cries right okay, so everyone's really nervous um who is it who has the plan i think I, it's quinn quinn maybe quinn has a plan because she goes out and gives everyone taffy so that they can't heckle because <laughs> their mouths are full of taffy funny <laughs> stupid cartoon plot which is fine i just i would not be annoyed by this if they had not brought it up but they literally cannot afford to do anything in this glee club why did he bulk order taffy (laughs) (laughs) that they're now giving away for free because he had the taffy at the beginning of the episode and then they switched plans to not sell taffy. Were they just sitting so there? They just it's, keep just, the taffy. it's just left over from the first time they sold it 20 years ago. 20,000 pieces of taffy 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 That's true. It's just and it's gross and aged, so. I anyway, hate saltwater taffy. Um, Mike dances for a long time. So Mike dances. It's Jason Rez, isn't it? No, it's Jack Johnson. No. That emotionally fills the same space Yeah, it's Bubbly Toes. Which is the worst title. It's the name of the song. I'm sorry. Um, which again, it's not a neglected good, but artist not was the a best hit song. Mike Chang dancing I've seen. No, he does some goofy things with like a mop with a wig on it or whatever. Like, oh yeah, it's like a mop like it's dressed up It's a very like Donald kind of bit. Yeah, but without the fun tap dancing. Unfortunately. I did get very bored, <laughs> and this song is bad. 
Yes. <laughs> it's, it's it's from that same oeuvre and that, that same yes. very specific time period where, like, a lot of white men did acoustic, like, scatting, almost. It was, yeah. It's very Jason Mraz. It wasn't a good time period for our culture. No. Is um, Jack Johnson also Banana Pancakes? Yes. Why is it the worst enjoy. song titles in the world? We used to, like, it's do our, like, tap dancing warm-ups to that song. I liked it. Ugh. I'm sorry. It's fine. I You're allowed. Am. It's fine. Um... <laughs> That uh, all happens, and then, like, Mercedes is supposed to go up, and she has left. Yes. Yeah. So, so they're going to go find Mercedes while Holly talks to the hecklers. Now, for some reason, they move to a classroom. She takes them aside to the classroom where they have the celibacy club. I recognize that. <laughs> I thought it was the library, but it does not matter. Um, it's <laughs> definitely all the same. Um, and I honestly skipped through a lot of the scene, because it's she gives them mostly a long, Gwyneth Paltrow gets to give monologues about herself. A it's long, about serious lecture media, about bullying and about how the internet makes us all cruel, and we're cruel to famous people, and then we're cruel For to the record, real people. I was cruel before the internet. Yeah. And it's like, we're all going to be cool because we're anonymous. This is where we get a kind of funny in concept, but not really an execution, bit about Azimio uh, going on law and order message boards and being mean. <laughs> no, That's, it's NCIS. NCIS. Because his funny. usernames are NCI sucks and yeah. NCI stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's harmless bullying. Sorry. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um... Okay, and then he makes fine. some joke about David Harmon, I think, or yeah. whoever's on the Well, show. so at the end, she, like, convinces them that, like, it feels better to be nice. So he is like, I'm going to go on and talk about how Dan Harmon's handsome or something. Yeah. Dan Harmon is community, but yes. You, but the other one. Whatever. The one who's Whatever. on the show. Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon. Thank you. He is handsome. He is. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, on West Wing. Meanwhile, Rachel has found Mercedes in her car. Yeah. It's raining now. <laughs> so they get to do the special mood lighting rain uh-huh. on the raining car window. They car. do. Which is also what they did when Quinn decided to give her baby away. And when Emma was crying <laughs> in her car. They do yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. It's a very good effect. It wor- yeah, sure. No, what works. I love a car in the rain, you know? Um, yeah. um, so they have an interesting conversation where Mercedes asks oh Rachel, why are you a bigger star She says, star I just don't get it. Why and they have a long conversation that it no I'm sorry. I don't care racism. if anyone likes me. I'd rather be a star. That's your problem. Which is no, thing, it is white, racism. But you, or even if that is the truth, it's like the privilege of being yes. the white girl in this club that you're allowed to be annoying and a giant monster while Mercedes right. has to be like nice and say thank you all the time. Right. Yeah. And it is crazy for these two people to not acknowledge. I mean, I know they're Or even it's a TV show written by adults. Sorry. Yeah. What if you have right, to be like, right. and also we have to acknowledge that but like, we maybe you in there somewhere. differently than me. Even if you did even it clunkily. Even if these two right. teenagers don't recognize If Blaine it. can be preternaturally like wise, right. then like one of these sure, two people can Mercedes acknowledge that the know. world sees them in different now, ways. If they had chosen to address racism, I would have died because it oh, would have come out very so different show Ryan worse, Murphy would have written it. Uh, sure. Again, I don't think it would have been good. I just think you you can't not. It no, was crazy. It felt crazy for her to look her look at her and be like, "I just don't get it. Why are you a bigger star than me?" And have no one talk about. Also, it. as a meta commentary on this show, where the character of Mercedes isn't bigger, like, come on, man. Yeah. It's stupid. It doesn't. It's the thing they keep trying to do with Mercedes because, like, clearly they heard the criticism that right. started happening immediately. Right of like. She's just as good of a singer. She should be performing more numbers. Why right. is Rachel the star of the show? Like the they show. They have truly such a huge, opaque, blind spot that they're like, we don't know. We don't know. We're going to make that a plot, but we're it, not going to fucking talk will, about will it. No, it occur to us to just make her a better or bigger character. We're just going to keep like right, trying We're not going to fix it. Away. We're going to address it with like a also, meta plot. Also, we're on plot. season two. For four more seasons, we're going to do this. Right. Until it's, Amber Riley finally leaves this show. Yeah. Like, they had plenty. Like, these are like, what, 24 episode seasons? It, like you in every episode, nothing happens. Give Mercedes plots. Anyway, 
It's exhausting. Just like uh, what's insulting is the fact that it never occurs to them to just no. give her something. So instead, Rachel it tells is. Mercedes she needs to just uh, fight her for being the biggest star because that's what a star would do. She needs sure. to want it more. And that's a fine lesson if we're going to fully ignore racism, which we shouldn't. Which, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we shouldn't. Um, but at the end, like this is I the... guess like in a, in a contextless vacuum, sure. Sure. If Mercedes was white. <laughs> Right. If we're all pretending that race doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, then what if Paul Drove sings an Adele song in case we forgot Where that this show the is go? net white? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Adele. Adele. We haven't neglected Adele. No. We haven't neglected Adele at all. Sorry, I pounded the table. That's no, okay. It's fine. So, <laughs> two things also, here. Please, you first. She does this with a full string section behind her. And not one of those children's parents came to see the show. <laughs> also that. But, like, maybe they could pay for their trip to nationals um, if they did not pay that entire string oh, they, section. I mean, they're probably a student orchestra. Still, have I hate Whatever. it. Whatever. Their parents should be there. Their parents should absolutely be there. Um, also, like, why does Gwyneth Paltrow, the substitute teacher, get to do a full number? Also, just practically, if I'm Gwyneth Paltrow going on a singing show, I'm not choosing to cover Adele. No, she actually does okay. It's fine. It's turning but tables. But I mean, like, why would you... She's not like out of all the songs. No, right? Like the other time she did "Forget You." Yeah, and that makes more sense for her as like a non-professional singer. Exactly. Her voice is fine. Yeah, but it's not and Adele. Like tuned up, but it's not Adele. Um, also, like the song is just okay. And also, it is not neglected. <laughs> it's not neglected. I wish it were more neglected. I don't want to hear it ever again. Fine. Um, Mercedes comes back. Is she's already in her like sequin gown thing? And right? fascinator. And fasten like a little feather. Yeah. Slapped on the side of her head. Um, and she's like, "It's I'm a rape say, at you, but like older." My old, de- yeah, my like... only demand is you all get out there in the audience, and then yeah, it's a Aretha, but it's not like a big belty number. It's like a. Yeah. And she also has a full gospel choir behind her. Also adults. Like also adults. Um, I guess is that it's like her. They could have all choir. actually just gone to the into the audience and bought tickets. Like they probably were or five dollar tickets. The show could just be a fucking musical and not have to like just not wor- worry her, about yeah. it. Just have the sounds come in or like I mean, I'm okay with the like let's put on a show like Sure, but then you have to but... explain it. Right. You have to explain where the orchestra came from. Yeah, it's, it's just like a one-hand wavy. Yes. Like a student band like had the same issue last year, so they sympathized and they volunteered but to help out. But it's their same issue with like the band that's in the show consistently. Where like I have seen, I've seen the same the guy who plays Brad has yes. more screen time than like the kid where, who plays where the Jacob fuck is Brad? later. Could he buy a ticket? Is Brad not care enough to pay the four bucks, or even kick <laughs> yes. it in? So either just have backing tracks with no band and don't make me think about this. Or make them the other characters. You introduce so many new characters. Let you know it be I... guitar guy with the bad haircut. <laughs> you know what I love about this is the definitely this was a haircut. decision they like didn't make in the first season because they're like no one's gonna watch this show. Yeah, and then they was just like too late. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. I guess we gotta think about. It. I mean, that's what would happen if like this podcast ever hit the big time. We'd be like, totally. I guess we do have to address some issues. Fuck. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And then um, Rachel's like, no, you're the final number. It's over. Because it was good. It was, was how was she going to follow it? 
And it's like, nice, fine, wraps up the plot. And then we wrap up this last terrible plot, which is Holly breaking up with Will for two reasons. One, that she's a Rolling Stone who this was never going to work out. You always knew it was going to end this way. she got a job in Cleveland. She got a job in Cleveland. And two, Will is in love with Emma and Emma's totally into him by the way. Right. We get a note that she had like, uh, Will thought she had blown her off for a lunch date, but then she had actually seen Will. Yeah. They hit that at some point. What room were they in? Because was it not, if it was not the lunchroom, how did Holly go there to see them? Sorry to. (laughs) She was like across the courtyard peeking through a bunch of windows. It was unclear. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, Could have shown it in that scene of her seeing it. One last gross note. Holly does say, she's like, we had five dates. That like is my like record. Yeah. And Will's like, are you counting the one yesterday in the janitor's closet? You're at work. And Holly's like, that was my favorite one. (laughs) A gross B, you're at work. You're at work with ne- children around. Never make out at any job, but certainly not one where you work with children. It's okay sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you work on a presidential campaign... <laughs> There's not a lot of time. You gotta get kissing somewhere, you know what I mean? It is gross, though. Sorry, it's not fun. It's like not It's not sexy. It's not fun. It's mostly like, you know, in like utilitarian a, a dark, kissing. Like, closet? we gotta do this. No, not in a closet. That's horrifying. She doesn't make a funny joke of it that being the substitute's office. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's also fluent in French, it turns out. Will is openly sad, which I kind of, I like more than the, like, fake weird adults who never talk about our feelings. Yeah. But also, this is so boring, and I hate when Will Schuster's on my screen, so I'm conflicted. Yeah. We also, I didn't know. care about this relationship, oh. so didn't care about I it. can't feel sad when his eyes, like, pool. Ugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> we move to, and we maybe missed a note about this earlier, but it truly doesn't matter. It's so boring. Um, that, like, Sandy Ryerson was so moved by that Aretha performance, because he loves Aretha. He does love Aretha. <laughs> um, That's funny. That he's, like... Uh, paying for everything with his drug money but just for the decathlon not for because at some point we switched at some point it switched at some point it was like no we got to raise money for our friends in the decathlon and you're like but can also national they were doing they had he added it to the total on the board no, he did at but first then but then after that they stopped talking about it and it's only for the decathlon and sandy Ryson says he'll cover the decathlon sure, with drug bucks i'll yeah. do it yeah um okay and then at the end, we get the meeting of the... We forgot that they named themselves, like, the League of Evil. Legion of Doom? Yeah. Oh, Christ. <laughs> one of the two. One of the they two. They, they argue yeah. about which now one I don't is. remember which is true. Um, and they're like, you failed to Shine Jackson, and you failed to Sandy Ryerson. Sorry. Shine Jackson says, actually, I succeeded at breaking them up, but it turns out it was amicable, and they had nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sandy Ryerson paid for it instead of stopping it. So we end on a cliffhanger where she's like, Terry, it's It's your turn. It's my dream cliffhanger. (laughs) Where I'm promised that we're going to get more Terry Schuster. Yeah. Also, next up, I learned from from the preview on Netflix is the Born This Way episode. Yeah, you're right. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay. Great. Um, Three would do less. Yeah, as is tradition. Was Glee good? Like, right down the middle. I never use three words. I need to think of three actual words. It sure was an episode of yeah. Glee. <laughs> I was bored. Like, perfectly average. I was just so bored. Truly no strong feelings. Yeah. No none. strong feelings. I, when I words. saw this episode was coming up, I, I sighed unhappily. I had no memory. Of I only had negative feelings about this. Where, like, nothing unusually bad happens. It's just normal Glee bad. I didn't remember a single moment plot or song from none of the songs stand out nope. again it is not a lot a of ballads and not even that fun of ballads hate it wow i think i've talked myself out of it do not care for this episode no. at all not good <sighs> um all right top 40 sweet cheeks hit it okay so uh for this week's 
did uh, this tangential Glee star uh, <laughs> post publicly on Instagram about the 2016 presidential election. I dug back into, as I mentioned earlier, Cheyenne Jackson's Instagram mm-hmm. history. Um, so, I mean, Cheyenne Jackson is is married with to a man with two sons. So obviously he <laughs> did. But what do you think Cheyenne Jackson posted uh, with regard to the 2016 presidential election? Um, and when? I say this every time because it shocks me when it doesn't happen, but voting. I say we posted a voting gram, yeah. Day of, with like specifically something about Hillary. Mm-hmm. Not just like Like hashtag I'm with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm, and then. I don't know what his presence is like. He posts a lot. Okay, then I would say. Pretty much daily and mostly about his kids. Okay. Then, it, so I would very say. very good personal gram. Highly recommend to follow. November 9th, he probably posted something, uh, like a picture of his kids and was like, we're still going to work to, like, make a better future for them. Yeah. I'm so sad. <laughs> and then International Women's March Day, whatever it was, he posted a sign. Okay. So disappointed to see nothing on Women's March Day. Okay. Um, what he did the do tiny on Martin sign. Luther King Day. He did a babies with his, like, I'm choosing love uh, Martin Luther King Jr. quote. Okay. I don't remember that This doesn't right feel like the right year for that MLK Jr. quote, but fine. He did in 2017. It was okay. Fine. Um, election Day, he did do an I... He, <laughs> He posted a, a picture of his of his sticker. Yeah. But okay. the caption is, yes, the lines are long. Vote anyway. You matter. Hashtag I'm with her. Heart in the right place. But friends, never talk about how the lines are long. Because <laughs> that discourages people from voting. Thank also, you for coming clearly... to my seminar about how you should talk about voting. Sorry. Also, this picture this is... This is a grim about how blue his eyes are. Yeah. Okay. This picture is insane. <laughs> it's focused. It's, it's, I'm, I'm familiar with this, with this secret selfie. <laughs> this is a photo of his eye. Well, also, you, I mean, it's a dead giveaway is that the sticker, which is close to the camera, is out of focus. Right. And his exactly. eye is perfectly in mm-hmm. focus. Giving it away. He man. does have a very handsome eye. Oh, yeah, I love He's got a great eyebrow. Beautiful. And then the day after the election, he posted a Winnie the Pooh. Um, Interesting choice. Illustration with the quote, I don't feel very much like Pooh today, said Pooh. There, there, said Piglet. I'll bring you tea and honey until you do. Okay. Which is nice because it does imply that he was feeling very, very sad. sad. Yeah. It also does imply that tea and honey will fix this. So. Yeah. So you know what? Heart in the right place. Good kids. Thanks, Cheyenne Jackson. He passes my personal <laughs> litmus test. Fine. That's fair. Did you post publicly about the 2016 presidential election? Okay, thanks for playing my favorite game. Cool. Um, I have a quick one-question quiz for you. Great. It's about the um, rumored paramour of um, Cordover Street, the man with the fakest name in the world. Um, so first of all, just a quick headline that one paper posted was, has Emma Watson found the one? <laughs> Listener, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> no. Anyway, oh, sorry, Cordover Street is no one's one. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cord. I'm sure you're lovely. He's one man. of many options for many people, I'm certain. <laughs> um... So anyways, Emma Watson recently apparently got a tattoo for the current movement happening around sexual harassment. Um, And so what was the tattoo that was so much in the news? Was it Time's Up? Was it Time's Up without an apostrophe? Was it Me Too? Or was it Me Too T.O.? Time's Up, no apostrophe. That was correct. (laughs) I do think it was a temporary tattoo, but it's very funny. It's a temporary. Are you sure? I think so. Also, to be fair, you can add a you can add that apostrophe in. That's Better pretty that easy. Way. Oh, um, Watson twenty seven has not commented on if the tattoo is real or not. Got it. Great. Watson also People does have a bachelor's a in English tattoo. from Brown University. Same. Jk, I do have a bachelor's in English, so it's pretty useless. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so we, uh, as you may have noticed, are a little behind on our Glee news. We took a break from taping this podcast while I was abroad. Sorry. Um, so we have a lot of Glee news to catch up on. Yep. And also a lot of fan mail. Thank you very much to everyone who has emailed, tweeted, left messages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Sorry, we haven't gotten back to you until now. I did forget to download the account onto my new phone, so that is my bad. Sorry. It took some time fine. off. Um, we've got one quick message just reminding us of some news to like loop it all in right yeah. we got a beautiful voicemail just to inform us i'll play it here hi brad Paltruck and gwyneth paltrow goop got engaged okay thanks bye i love the podcast congratulations to the happy couple very happy for them i'm sure they have a lot to talk about like was adele you, really neglected yeah do you think he um saw her sing adele and fell in love yes i think turning tables was the moment <laughs> his heart turned a table I still can't get over all of the all of the articles that like that say like Brad Felchuk gushes about Gwyneth Paltrow on his Instagram all the time, and they'll literally put in his captions that are like, "Getting ready, yeah, happy birthday." Sure. <laughs> I love a male expression. Mentioning is gushing, right? Um, you were very happy. Yeah. Good for them. It is very funny only to us. I think that these two people are now engaged because they met on Glee. They met definitely met on Glee, right? Wait, that's like or like Ryan Murphy introduced them at some point. Yeah, when she was on Glee. <laughs> you have to assume he was on set yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, just like those two people later on in the show who got engaged and are now divorced, unfortunately. It is a, um, The Supergirl girl. Oh, yeah. Benoit. Benoist. It is also funny to be like one of, I assume, the 10 people in the world who knew who Brad Felser was. <laughs> and they're like, oh, of course, there's two uh, people, yes, both of whom I can Glees. picture. <laughs> yes, the third Glee with the hair. <laughs> The straight glee. <laughs> anyway, good for him. Um, what else? Yeah, Cordover Street and Emma Watson are dating. Those are two people. So, <laughs> congratulations. To I, the happy happy. Couple. I hope they're happy. I hope they're having a blast. She does look very happy in the pictures while he looks just okay, but also they were just like walking down the street. So yeah. you should not be expected to be staring like lovingly into each other's eyes at all times. Yeah, that's where that. you're going. Or when they're like, like exaggeratedly talking. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? No, we do that. We do that. If we got pop pop <laughs> of us, Liz and I would constantly just like have our hands in the yeah, air, <laughs> gesturing. Um, every email we've gotten has been very nice. Thank you to everyone who yes. said you are listening to the podcast uh, or have watched Glee. Sorry. <laughs> um, we did get one email from Jillian who uh, asked a few questions. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them, um, but she wanted to know if we could have any Tegan and Sarah song on Glee. Who would it be? Which would it be? And who would sing it? Um, and she suggested that Santana could sing a sad piano version of Boyfriend after Britney says she's not going to break That's up a great party, idea. which is honestly such a good idea that I like can no longer. Um, it would That's be 19, though. Sorry. 19's my favorite. Be, yeah, yeah. Song. I don't really care who sings it. That's fair. I like, I know. Tegan and Sarah is one of the ones that I do think um, Tina could pull off. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I would also like to hear some, I do, I do want like a female female duet somehow. Yeah. But all the ones I'm thinking of aren't romantic. So it, ha- it would have to be when like Santana and Brittany were in a fight and they sang the con at each other. Oh, I would like <laughs> that. Um, also, Jillian very funnily introduces this question with how does Glee feel comfortable calling itself an LGBTQ plus <laughs> podcast, friendly podcast, or friendly show, and yet they only ever did one Tegan and Sarah song. Wait, which one did they do? <laughs> Closer of later. Oh, uh, okay. That's right. Which, Okay. Fine. Sorry. You Thanks for doing one. Old Tegan um, Sarah song. Sorry about Rory, Jillian. Not your favorite. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we we, re- we read all of them. I'm sorry we haven't responded. I will go through and do that this week. But but yeah. we do thank you for your engagement. We do always. <laughs> always. We're back. Truly happy. We're ready. Crazy to go. that anyone listens to this. We love you, each and every one of you. Um, anyway, so please send us an email. It was legood at yep. gmail.com. 
Uh, leave us a voicemail at, I don't remember the phone number. Uh, 330-366-6130. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify. All was glee good. And we actually do have a couple um, of our like favorite voicemails that we got in the was glee good inbox this week that we do want to leave you with. Yeah, yeah. Just leave you with. So here we go. Bye. Bye. Hello. It's important that we speak with you. This is not a sales call. We'll be with you shortly. This is an urgent message from Ohio Edison for Samantha Petrich. Please contact us at 844 This is Chloe with an important message from LJ Ross Associates. This call is from a debt collector. Please call 1-844-348. I simply got a march, my heart's a drummer, no, but he don't know, but.